When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Getting this position right is absolutely critical for the Steelers offense in 2024. Welcome to the Steelers update from Pan Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers. So you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. He handles the football every snap. He's literally the focal point of the offense. And it's absolutely imperative the Steelers finally get this position right in 2024, following years of folly. No, I'm not talking about the quarterback position. Rather, I speak of their center. In case you haven't noticed, the Steelers haven't had a real one since the heyday of Marquise Pouncey. When his snap sailed over the head of quarterback Ben Roethlisberger in the 2020 season playoff games versus the Cleveland Browns, it signaled that this signature position was in crisis. It has remained there ever since. It's time for the football team that once featured the stellar and stalwart center play of legendary Mike Webster, the equally determined Damani Dawson, and the aforementioned Pouncey to finally get this position correct. Kendrick Green, drafted in 2021, was, to, was supposed to be Pouncey Light. Instead, the overmatched snapper had an aging Ben Roethlisberger running for his life. Mason Cole, who the Steelers signed in 2022, wasn't much better. In 2023, he couldn't seem to reliably snap the football, a fundamental requirement of the position. Filling the center position on the cheap ranks as one of the biggest holes of the Steelers these past several seasons. So with Cole's unceremonious release, it's high time to get serious about filling this central position. The question is, will this best be done in the draft or free agency? Oregon's Jackson Powers Johnson seems to be the consensus number one at the center position. He is said to have everything. A freak athlete with a sky-high football IQ. Problem is, he's so good and his draft stock is rising so fast, 
he may not be around when the Steelers are on the clock at pick 20. The Steelers need to look no further than down I-79 for the next center on the draft board, that being West Virginia's Zach Frazier. The Steelers are said to, quote, absolutely love this dude who could rise into the first round as well. In fact, draft guru Dane Brugler with The Athletic is projecting that three centers could go in 2024's first round. Duke's Graham Barton is the third snapper expected to be snapped up in the first round. If this happens, it would make draft history at the position. So will the Steelers be part of this historic hall of first-round centers? After the failed Kendry Green experiment, the team might hesitate to trust the center position to another rookie. This doesn't mean they won't draft a center at all, but it does seem doubtful that GM Omar Khan would want to be locked into taking a top snapper high in the draft without a very solid plan B. This is why many Steelers analysts are expecting a center to be at or near the top of the team's shopping list in free agency. Unfortunately, Khan's pre-NFL Combine press conference, which was set for Wednesday morning, was called off at the last minute due to a death in his family. There was no immediate word on his availability through the rest of the week-long draft class evaluation event in Indy. Now here is sending thoughts and prayers to the Khan family and hoping Omar is back to plotting his player acquisition strategy for the Steelers just as soon as possible. If Khan can hit another home run like he did with last year's signing of guard Isaac Samalo, the Steelers' multi-year nightmare at the center position could be solved, and Khan and company would have the freedom in the draft to do what the Steelers always profess to do, namely take the best player available at pick 20. This would not preclude Pittsburgh from picking up a prospect at the center position in the later rounds. In short, the Steelers could take a belt and suspenders approach to getting it right at center by signing and drafting players at the position in 2024. However it happens, it's long past time to ensure that the guy handling the football on every offensive play lives up to the towering legacy the Steelers have established at this position. Sure, the snapper doesn't get near the chatter that the quarterback position commands. But as these past few painful Steelers seasons have shown, if you lack a reliable center, it's really hard to get your offense off the ground. We're going to have much more on the Steelers' plans for both the draft and free agency as Coach Mike Tomlin and GM Omar Khan prepare to kick the tires on a plethora of top prospects during this week's NFL Combine out there in Indianapolis. We have that and more in this metric-heavy edition of your Steelers Update Podcast.
And be sure and check out my full print column first thing Thursdays on Penn Live. As always, it'll be packed with plenty of memes bringing the latest, greatest Steelers debates to life and to laughs. Right now, let's get right to it. First up, we turn to the Dean of Steelers Scribes now that Ron Cook has retired. Here's Jerry Dulac with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette giving us his take on how your favorite football team is approaching this week's NFL Combine. Dulac writes, quote, The Steelers head to the NFL Combine in Indy with a Costco-sized shopping list that's heavy with defensive items but still has room in the cart for a couple pieces on the offensive line. What the Steelers like, of course, as they're shopping doesn't always mean they'll get it. But here's what Dulac says they need. It starts off with inside linebackers who can play off the ball. Dulac says, quote, The Steelers will continue their search to find the next Ryan Shazier, an off-the-ball linebacker who can play in coverage. The position has been a revolving door since Shazier's career ended so tragically in 2016. They want to stop the door from revolving at this position. Unquote. How about a center to replace Mason Cole? To me, in my mind, that is key, oh so key, in 2024. Dulac writes, quote, The Steelers want to upgrade the position, which is why they released the seven-year veteran last week. Centers don't usually find their way into the first round, especially into the top half of the round. With the Steelers, who once drafted Marquise Pouncey in the first round in 2010, consider doing so again. If so, a logical choice would be Oregon's Jackson Powers Johnson. 6'3", 334 pounds, and is projected as a possible low-round pick in the first round, unquote. Now, of course, Combine is going to reshuffle the whole draft order. People are going to be rocketing up and falling down the draft board, and it's possible Jackson Powers Johnson goes before the Steelers pick at 20. That's the chatter, but we shall see. Again, uh, center is certainly on the shopping list in both free agency and the draft. But what about a tackle to eventually replace Dan Moore Jr.? Of that, Dulac writes, quote, The Steelers used a number one pick last year on a tackle in Broderick Jones. Might they do so again? They've already released former starter Chuckas Okafor. Now, Dan Moore at left tackle has missed just two of 51 starts since he was a fourth-round draft pick, but he's entering the final year of his rookie contract. In other words, we need some more bodies at this position, Dulac is telling us. What about a safety to partner with Minka Fitzpatrick? Dulac writes, Quote, the Steelers are interested in finding a player who would allow Fitzpatrick to remain in the deep end of the field instead of moving him around as much as they did last season. And of course, you'll recall last year was the first time in Minka's six-year career that Fitzpatrick did not have an interception or a fumble recovery or a forced fumble. That was a rare lack of takeaways 
for the four-time Pro Bowl safety, unquote. What about cornerback to pair with last year's high second-round pick, Joey Porter Jr.? Of that, Dulek writes, quote, the Steelers are eager to get back to last year's seventh-round pick, Corey Trice Jr. Now, you remember, he went down with a catastrophic injury before he, uh, the season even started. But they really feel he has the size at 6'3", 206, and the speed at running a 4.440-yard dash that every team looks for in a quarterback. But, of course, Trice tore his anterior cruciate ligament early in training camp and never once appeared in a game. The Steelers think he can be a good player based on the limited time they saw him in OTAs and training camp. The problem is they don't know if he can be a good player, unquote. And that's the dilemma, and that's why they will definitely be kicking the tires at cornerback as well. Now, Jerry Dulek rounds out his combine preview with the possible heir apparent to 35-year-old Cam Hayward. Dulac says, quote, maybe the Steelers' biggest area of need is defensive end, but it may not receive the scrutiny typically befitting a number one pick because the position is one of the thinnest at the combine and it offers very few first-round candidates. But that doesn't mean the Steelers will ignore the position. Unquote. In fact, Dulac's Post-Gazette colleague Ray Fittlepaldo says the need on the D-line is absolutely urgent for these Steelers, and it's requiring nothing less than an overhaul. And perhaps the biggest urgency is with the salary cap. Fittlepaldo writes this, quote, Between Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi, the Steelers have almost $36 million in salary cap space tied up in players who combined for just five sacks last season. There isn't another position on the team that provided less bang for the Steelers' buck than their pair of starting defensive linemen. The most important decision looming for GM Omar Khan is what to do with the contracts of Ogunjobi and Hayward. The latter is their most tenured player and a team captain. Hayward is due $16 million in salary and will count more than $22 million against the cap in the final season of his deal. He will turn 35 in May and spent six weeks of last season on injured reserve after undergoing surgery for a core muscle injury in September. Hayward returned to the starting lineup and played in the final 11 games of the season, but was never fully healthy. As a result, he had just two sacks and 33 tackles, a steep decline in production from what he provided in previous seasons. In the next few weeks, the Steelers and Hayward might have to come to terms on a new contract that significantly reduces his cap hit for next season. Meanwhile, the Steelers re-signed Ogunjobi to a three-year, $29 million contract with the expectation his production would increase because he'd have a full offseason of training after a 2022 injury. But it's debatable whether Ogunjobi did that. 
While he increased his sack production to three, he had fewer tackles, fewer tackles for loss, and fewer quarterback hits than he had in 2022. And he will count $13.3 million against the salary cap in 2024 if, and it's a big if, he is still on the roster. That is insight at the D-line from Ray Filippaldo with the Post-Gazette. And D-line is a major, major position of need for the Steelers, but it's a less than wonderful position as far as the talent that's going to be on display at the NFL Combine. But make no mistake, a changing of the guard is afoot on the Steelers' defensive line. The shopping at the combine might be thin, but expect Khan to explore all available options in both the draft and free agency. And where do we go from there? Well, of course, it all comes back to quarterback. Without Omar Khan available to give us a preview uh, due to his canceled press conference, due to that uh, death in the family, it leaves us, again, in the dark where we've been since the end of the season. What do we make of how the quarterback position will shake out for the Steelers? Right now, Kenny Pickett, entering his third season, is the only arm on the roster. Mike DeFabo, writing for The Athletic, gives us his take on this position where everybody in Pittsburgh is focusing. DeFabo writes, quote, For a franchise known for patience, one path would be to give Kenny Pickett another year as QB1 and hope that first-year offensive coordinator Arthur Smith can unlock something the NFL hasn't yet seen in Pickett. The other option is to explore some external upgrades. The possibilities of the latter feels almost endless. Would the Steelers be interested in trading for Justin Fields if the price is right? Would Russell Wilson on the veteran minimum make sense? Can the Steelers perform the necessary salary cap gymnastics to take a run at Kirk Cousins? Do they plan to sign a backup like Ryan Tannehill or Mason Rudolph to push picket? And how aggressive will they be when it comes to drafting a quarterback? Well, don't expect Khan to come right out and tell us what he's going to do. And of course, any word from Khan is much delayed now due to the canceling of uh, the press conference and the reshuffling of his combine availability to this personal family matter. Uh, but Khan, we know, is calculated. There should be opportunities to, at a minimum, we hope, get his honest assessment of Pickett, and then we can read between the lines on what might come next of all those possibilities that DeFabo just outlined. And as DeFabo says, uh, the Combine brings together all manner of scouts, agents, front office members, and coaches from around the league. And in that environment, people hear things, people talk, if the Steelers are interested in making a major splash, maybe, maybe word gets out in Indy, unquote. And that's where we leave it, heading into Indy for Combine Week. And that's where Steelers Nation's eyes will be 
There's much to watch out there as the first step in remaking your Steelers for 2024 begins in earnest. Of course, we'll cover it all here, all off season, every Wednesday on your Steelers Update podcast. So sign up for the podcast wherever you get your audio so it is fresh with our fresh takes every Wednesday afternoon. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.